so here we go for the second time after the first live feed went down let's hope this one doesn't go down um it should be okay now um yeah so it's really cool to hang out anyway with you all because it is the 26th of may which if you don't know is um a full moon and it's also a lunar eclipse as well which is very interesting we all know that um celestial movements and certain lunar events and planetary alignments you know they with they've been deeply understood by ancient cultures in the past to have great significance upon human consciousness um, and how life unfolds on planet earth i feel like you know all ancient minds in the past understood that if you wanted to find out the secrets of the universe you know you had to start thinking a lot more bigger than just the physical terms of reality and start reading the sort of the the deeper principles and deeper signs that are that are hidden all around us you know the the ancient minds of the past they had a complete different perspective and understanding of the nature of reality and they understood that you know what is above so below that nature that and the nature of reality is unfolding from us um not to us um, which is very interesting you know but um with in particular what is currently going on now and it's really cool to to do a live um in this obviously on the, on the 26th of may which is today but um, it was explained that um, that by the ancient uh, the ancient builders, the Mayans and the Aztecs, it was believed and acknowledged that they even knew about what was going on today, the 26th of, um, of May, which is wild, with the lunar eclipse. They predicted it, which I think is very interesting. And they, they um, spoke about how it was acknowledged that we would acknowledge our true nature um, in these different planetary alignments that happen throughout all human civilization. But it's very interesting um, because it's clear to see that as a people on the planet, we are moving closer to something. I'm not sure what that is, um, but something is definitely bubbling to the surface and we are definitely moving closer to that. I had some, I've been having some very interesting dreams lately as well, um, which, you know, sort of intuitively lead me towards that something um, interesting is playing out. I had a dream the other day where um where i was actually witnessing um people in my life die um so some people would think for example if you're witnessing people die in your life isn't that a bad thing but many dream interpretations around death is actually sort of is a symbol a symbolic meaning of rebirth in a, in a sort of a new system and it's into the dying of the old into something new i've had many different dreams like that and also had another dream a while ago that was very similar to a solar eclipse event and what happened was is that the planet actually in the dream went into complete darkness which i thought was very wild and it was symbolically um showing me um the new birthing of human consciousness on the planet you know so it's interesting it's definitely definitely interesting to see that like i said before as 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 people as individual souls and in consciousness right now living out our human lives there is a lot of chaos on the planet in my opinion right now but many people speak about how just like the birthing process at the beginning of a birthing process it looks like chaos and eventually we have to go through the chaos to birth into something new and i really feel that's very similar to what's playing out now you know it's the the similar story in nature of a caterpillar a caterpillar goes through a metamorphosis you know it has chaos bursting through its whole cells and eventually the caterpillar morphs and becomes into uh, a butterfly um you know so 
all throughout history there has always been um, evidence and suggestions suggestions um, leaning towards that um, celestial sh shifts and cycles within uh, within planet within planet Earth affect um, human consciousness um, and how um, the movement of celestial bodies can affect the human psyche. That's been evident to see. You know, minds of the past always uh, spoke about this. But I really feel, you know, to really sort of to get a grip of that understanding and, and to really see the universe in that way, because a lot of people are going to be here, seeing what I'm speaking about here. And they're going to turn around and just call bullshit on it, you know. Um, but I feel like to really start understanding how the true nature of this reality works, um, which I feel a lot of ancient cultures in the past really did understand, I feel like we have to get out our intellectual mind and move into our intuitive spiritual mind. Because, um, you know, all these different stories of the past, you know, these stories in the past of Atlantis, uh, the, 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 the biblical story of Jesus, um, there's many different mythological um, stories throughout all time that have been prevalent throughout human evolution. You know, really, them were all stories of consciousness, stories of um, of Christ consciousness and us as human beings being able to evolve our own consciousness to these higher states of being and sort of, you know, moving to that, moving to that place. It's interesting because, like I said before, um, it's interesting how something is seems to be unfolding and bubbling on the planet right now. You know, we're moving into the, the direction of the unknown. And I kind of feel like at one time on in our life, life path or previous life or whatever you want to call it, I feel like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we all, uh, we all sort of um, made a decision to sort of come into this planet right now, into this unknown point um, and live out, you know, these human lives with not knowing what's uh, coming up in the future at this pivotal point it really uh, wouldn't and so you know explore life from this unknown perspective it really wouldn't uh, s surprise us and you know i'm very i'm very excited to see um how as individuals and as a collective how you know we evolve and how we evolve our souls and uh, um, moving forward of of how things are bubbling up on the planet because it's like i said before it is really getting very interesting you know and i really feel like there's a lot of, it's clear to see that there's a lot of interesting stuff that's playing out now. Um, and I kind of feel like, I've said this before, but it feels like there is a splitting of consciousness that's playing out um, throughout all our lives. But you know, the work in having a, the doing the work and also having a deeper understanding of the nature of reality and your nature of yourself really does prepare you for anything. You know, people can, can sort of, you can come under a lot of scrutiny in your mind people can call you crazy and stuff like that but when you've done the work um or someone can call you a conspiracy theorist but when you've truly done the work you know um it's very you know it's very hard to knock you off your path um and i feel like a lot of us are sort of in that position right now you know where we we've really done a lot of work and we understand that there's a lot more to this reality in place than we've been told um so just before i get in with asking answering some questions as well and diving in and interacting with a few of you all i just wanted to mention as well that on the 20th of june um i'm going to be doing a free hangout in person at the lake district in the uk um if it's free for anyone to sort of come and hang out which i think will be really cool um a lot of people are saying that they are going to be camping there uh, some people say they're just going to be sleeping in the cars. Some people say that they're just going to be turning up 
um, for the daytime and then just sort of leaving towards the evening. Um, so that's entirely up to everyone out there. If, if you feel that's something in your heart is pulling you to sort of experience this or, or join in. Um, like I said, it's completely free for everyone. The plan is at the moment we're going to be um, meeting at 11am in the Lake District. And if you want any more further details on that, just feel free to reach out to me and I will sort of send you the location personally via my Instagram is a good way. Or also um, email is a good way to contact me. Um, so the plan is, is that we're going to be going for a hike in the morning and then find, I, I know a few different spots uh, beautiful spots where we can all hang out and chill and ha maybe have a campfire and what sit underneath the stars which i think will be really cool <clears throat> so it's free for everyone you know a lot of people don't do that but i just think i want us to get us all together you know i said in the past i wanted to do this i wasn't talk i wasn't all talk um i've actually really sort of put this in place now so it's free for anyone to come and uh, we can all uh, hang out um and i think that's it that's it that's all i wanted to say here I'd wanted to refresh my mind. So I'll jump in and start answering a few questions. But it's really cool, like I said, to be hanging out on a very interesting time and um, point in human consciousness, in my opinion. Um, I really feel like these, like I said before, these these sort of lunar eclipses and full moons um, have great effects on human consciousness, you know, and many minds of the past uh, deeply highlighted that of how we move through in life, how these things affect us. But we've lost touch with this, you know, we're a species with amnesia. So anyway, I'm gonna start jumping in, answering a few questions. So Arthur Good says, um, welcome back, Dan. He says, how does astrology affect our lives? So this is a really interesting question. Um, like I said, I've just been speaking about that to a certain degree. <clears throat> um, but when it comes to astrology, um, I feel like there's a lot of um, a, a lot of people have sort of believe it's bullshit to a certain degree. You know, there's a lot of stigmas around it. I kind of feel like you know when we looked when we grew up, uh, this was very similar to me. You sort of get the, you'd read the newspaper or something, um, and it would have sort of the daily horoscope in, and it would tell you about you know your star signs and how today you're going to be doing this this week. This week on in your star sign, you're going to be doing this. Are you going to be abundance? You're going to get loads of money, or everything's going to turn out great for you. Um, so I kind of feel like there's that side of astrology that, in my opinion, has been has sort of done a lot of harm to to, to the true deep deep understandings of astrology because there's some really great minds out there who who really have done some um, amazing work on on the deeper meanings of astrology and how planetary alignments are actually um, working in relationship to that and how they have this uh, very close correlation to, to, to the human psyche. Um, but I remember coming across this really interesting piece of, piece of information a while ago that really blew my mind. And I'm sure you've all heard of Alexander the Great. And it was rumoured that Alexander the Great was actually a very great astrologer. And he actually set up his whole army um, from an astrological perspective um, to do with people's star signs. So for example, uh, if you if people who were Scorpio's star sign, he would put them at the front of the, of the army because they were the most fearless. And for example, he would put Aries at the side positions because they were the greatest leaders so they could tell the Scorpios where to go. 
And then, for example, you'd have more towards the back, you would have the Pisces, more intuitive, you know, being able to read things and see things that maybe other people can't. So it's kind of interesting that perspective of astrology of how, um, and I know this is bleeded bleed out in my life of how my astrological um, signs have actually, um, how I can see a, a symmetrical mirror effect in my daily actions, the things that I've done out throughout all my life, the character type of person I am, um, how I sort of unfold as a person on, on, on planet Earth. It's kind of like in a way, um, um, like I said before, in the past, I used to believe that astrology was a load of bullshit. Um, but it's kind of as I've been unfolding on my own spiritual journey, I kind of start to see how this place is so magical that um, it's a lot more deeper than we have been led to believe. And I can start to see the similarities of how um, how this place is so deep that it actually could put people and it could it could make you be, make you become uh, it can you can be born into this world and actually align to certain things to align to certain star signs that actually um, you know unfold through you in your waking reality uh, it's starting to make more and more sense to me you know because this this rabbit hole goes so um, so deep that I can see how this place is so much more magical than we've been uh, than we've been led to believe but imagine sort of in our daily lives imagine sort of running a business from that perspective um, from the perspective of star signs to see how it would play imagine running a civilization like that where we have more intuitive people carrying out rules that were more suited to them um, you know if, um, for, for example and see how that plays out i'm sure you can try that in your own life um, and, and see how much that relates to your own to your own journey which is which is interesting you know so for me just to add just to add again i feel like that um when it comes to when it comes to planetary alignments, I really feel like there's so much that we've yet to discover about how celestial bodies and celestial movements, you know, are affecting and playing out um, and affecting human consciousness and affecting our daily lives. I think there's a lot more to be understood about that, you know, especially when it comes to these timelines that all the ancient cultures predicted about these mass awakening events that have, if you look back and you start looking at the yuga cycle, um, you start looking at the nine waves of consciousness like the minds called it as these things are unfolding it seems like you know they are pushing and nudging human consciousness into um, alignment of the self as they predicted so so long ago and you've got to ask yourself the question how do they do that because they had the higher mind you know they were in the golden age which i believe that we are eventually going to be moving towards you know and that's what that chaos that's what that um after the chaos, it, the, that's what the birthing process is. You know, we'll remember again who we are for the first time, uh, and we'll we'll sort of see ourselves as our true um, true souls. Gabby said, "A mass awakening is currently happening. It's amazing to be living in these times." Yeah, it really is. You know, it's um, it's an interesting point right now in human civilization where we get this we get this sort of we get this frontline sort of view of reality. You know, we we are inhabiting these meat bodies. Um, in this very interesting time right now you know if this was a video game we'd be we'd put ourselves in the game right now i really believe that where in my opinion we have this sort of this dance that's going on between the light and the dark in my opinion um, and we get this you know we get this subjective ex, ex subject subjective moment momentary experience in life to actually choose what what way we go and how we live out our lives and how we affect this planet for for a long time to come for our actions 
and also our inner actions as well. <clears throat> so Gary asked the question, how do you know if you're spiritual? Um, you're alive. That's how you know if you're spiritual. Um, I kind of feel like there's a lot of connotations around this, you know, when people, um, you don't, you don't just, you don't just, when you become awakened um, or you have a spiritual experience or you take psychedelics, you don't just become awakened then, you know, you were already, you were already spiritual, you know, you've always been spiritual um, from even before you were born, you were already spiritual. And we just come into this place, it's like a plaster, you know, we come into this world and we have this cast upon us and we have this momentary moment of amnesia, we forget who we are, um, we don't know where we're going, we don't know where we've come from, but you know, the deep remembrance starts to unravel and the plaster starts to fall off and underneath that plaster is something much more special than you've ever imagined or ever been taught in school, you know. So we're always spiritual and also as well, you know, there's a connotation that, you know, how can I be spiritual if I work in a nine to five job? How can I be spiritual if I'm not meditating in the cave? Um, how can I be spiritual if I'm not doing this or I haven't got this or I don't look this way or I don't look like um, an Indi Indian yogi or something, you know, crossing my legs, um, cr crossing, my, crossing my legs in a cave or something. You know, we're all spiritual and no matter what you're doing on the planet right now, you know. I kind of also, just a funny spin on this, I kind of feel like, you know, in my opinion, when I was working in my nine to five job, you know, I think I become more enlightened than half the yogis that are hiding in caves, you know, because um, there's a famous quote that says, you know, if you think you're enlightened, go back and spend, um, go back and live at home with your parents. And I think that's very similar. You could also use that within, within civilization now. If you think you're awakened, go and work a nine to five job and you'll find out how awakened you are, you know. So in my opinion, we're all spiritual beings. Um, we're just finding ourselves. Um, I see you now said, uh, said, do you really believe we choose to be here with no memory or understanding of this place? Um, yes, I do. I really do. I think it's the, the nature of the nature of this place, in my opinion, to make it exciting is set up in a way to things that I've tapped into is to, to, is, is we create our, we've created our own mirrors of illusions to we where we forget where we, then we can sort of just like the analogy I spoke about before of the butterfly you know where the butterfly um where the sorry where the caterpillar eventually comes the butterfly I feel like you know we put ourselves in this metamorphosis which is life and we become that butterfly and I feel like that's what we're all doing now you know we we've we forgot and now more and more people are starting to remember remember and it's you know, it's it's the sort of the journey, as you know, in life, it's it's, a, it's cliche to say, but it's a journey in life of the remembering, which is the juice, you know. That's where the true juice of life is. And so many more people now are, are really are remembering, you know. It's like when you have a psychedelic experience for the first time and you break through that veil and you, and you see that place um, that's beyond language, but you can feel it. There's a great quote that puts this the best way. I think it's um, Yogananda, I think it is, or some Indian guru anyway says, you know, I, um, he says, there's an invisible force that is all around me. He says, I can feel it, but I can't, but I can't explain it. I can't, um, I can't see it. And, you know, there is that unexplainable place that we all have the ability, which is all, which resides really deep inside of us that we can all access to. And when you access it, you know what I'm talking about, you know, um, it's like you're going home for the first time, you know, uh, that deep remembrance. And when you feel that, that whatever word you want to put on it, language isn't going to do it justice, vibrational state, universe, consciousness, 
whatever it is you know um but when you get there and you feel it you know that's 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 the point of remembrance and there's no going back once you you, you feel that you know and also just to add to that as well just to add another little point point on that question what you said i say you know i feel like also you know if i feel like the nature of this place as well is set up in a way where the reason why we have to forget is because and remember we why we why we forget and then we have to remember again is because it wants to the universe wants to make sure that we're worthy and maybe as well along the along the path you know um because this the way that this place works we all have different life cycles and life things that we have to work on karmic ties and things that we have to release um, to in my opinion to avoid again the re the, the the process of reincarnation because i feel like it all leads back to that that way um i feel like this place seems to me as the ancients said it has a cycle nature to it so it would make sense if it has a cycle nature uh, you know the seasons in life have a cycle nature as well um, but on a metaphysical level it seems like we have cycle natures where we're constantly um working on certain elements of ourselves and if we don't um remove certain emotions um or we clear certain traumas or clear certain life karma i feel like we have to sort of recycle again in a physical form which we're probably all doing now we've probably had this conversation a million times which i believe and we know we're recycling over and over again to learn certain life lessons and life plans so that we can um stop that cycle of reincarnation again you know and, and sort of move back again to our to our true 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 essence but then again probably just it, what probably happens with that again is that you know the nature of human beings and nature of myself what i've understood is that we'll probably get to that point and then that becomes boring you know <laughs> who knows and we probably put ourselves again in the game and maybe give ourselves some more karma or something to try and burn off <laughs> it, would, it wouldn't surprise us so it probably just goes on and on and on and on and on you know <laughs> i would not be surprised like the universe is just having it there's this beautiful word in sanskrit called leela which means the universe is just playing with itself and i kind of feel like that's what the universe is doing you know it's just playing with itself it just manifests me as dan harrison's body to play with itself it manifests you out there to play with yourself <laughs> not quite li not literally play with yourself <laughs> metaphysically play with yourself <laughs> or both whatever um, whatever you enjoy <laughs> but may you might get some karma if you play with, if you quite literally physically play with yourself <laughs> i think we've got a lot of all of us have got a lot of karma to play with on that one <laughs> Karen said, "Start a fundraiser to bring Jesus back for his friends in G uh, Gaza and Giza." Yeah, I think we need a fundraiser for Jesus to come back. You know, but I think Jesus is coming back. You know, Jesus is you. You know, we're all Jesus. Uh, like I said before, you know, all these different myths and stories of the past of Jesus, of Atlantis, of um, kings, uh, King Arthur, the story of King Arthur, um, all these different myth, um, these different sort of um, stories of the past. You know, they're all stories of consciousness you know we i think we like to sort of have this perspective that there is going to be a physical creator or something that you know pops up from the clouds or turns up in our lives or turns up in our living room while we're watching the tv and just um you know give us all the answers or or try or, or save save everyone you know we always believe that someone else is coming to save us but all the greatest teachings all say that the only person that's coming to save you is you you know you're the god you're the Jesus who's coming to save yourself. So I don't, I don't believe that anyone's coming to save us. You know that Christ consciousness is in us all, and it's activating in every single one of us now. And you know we create that Garden of Eden 
and our uh, for our own actions um, and collectively that makes makes uh, makes a blossom you know uh, Steve Argel said I he's, this is a comment to someone else he said I see you now do you even know the definition of religion um, I'll, I'll answer that one um, I don't think anyone knows the true definition of religion because it's been the true definition of religion has been misconceived so many different times throughout history you know it's mixed in with psychedelic trips um, a guy re wrote a, a really be beautiful book on that called the psychedelic gospels he proved that a lot of religious experiences were actually people taking mushrooms you know there's there is um if you go around scotland for example which is not far from where i'm located if you go around all the churches and cathedrals around there there's so much artwork in the churches and cathedrals of actually mushrooms in the actual stained glass windows um and there's also, for example, you know, the story of Jesus as well. We know that the acacia plant and I think the lotus flower was also within Egypt, which is has components of DMT in it. So we all know that um, there has been this sort of deep relationship with religion and psychedelics. There's also been this relationship between religion and control on the planet because a lot of, like when it comes to the Roman times, they were, they were rewriting the Bible so that they could actually control the masses and control the people. Um, but there is... The true, you know, the, the, the true the true meanings of, of the Bible, if you don't take it quite literal, you know, there is a lot of true, deep um, acknowledges in there of consciousness and how consciousness evokes through human beings, you know, but the message has just been skewed and turned with, turned with on so many occasions to try and deflect you from that inner truth, you know, um, and that true truth is that we can all ascend through our own consciousness. Um, and I think that's what all the greatest teachings were trying to trying to get across. But there's been a lot of manipulation and control through that, you know. I feel like um, yeah, there's a lot of different cultures throughout time have used that, used their messages and turned them on the head to try and just control people, you know, and take us into our lower nature. Um, because, the, you know, the Bibles mostly are a story about you going towards the heart. And I feel like there's been a huge attack on the heart. And if, you, and if you're not in the heart, you know, you, you're more susceptible to, to act out sin, act out moments of, of your low nature. Uh, Sean said, if the rate of possession of the earth equals one degree every 72 years, that's 25,700 years to 25,800 years to complete one fun cycle. The cycle of possession every day would have to be observed. Not too sure. Well, I'm not too sure 100% what you mean about that, but... Um, I know that obviously um, the Egyptians, which is wild to me, is that the Egyptians actually knew um, the cycle of procession. And they actually, um, you know, supposedly the Egyptians were actually supposed to be primitive. You know, they built the, supposedly built the pyramids w with uh, slaves and stuff, which is hilarious. Um, but, the, you know, the, the cycle of procession was actually embedded within the structure of, of, um, of the Great Pyramid, which is very fascinating to me. You know, there was so many deep mathematical principles and scientific things that were rooted in, in the in the in the buildings of these structures around the world. And I kind of feel like in a way, you know, they were doing this to tell us of what was coming. In my opinion, they they did understand these cycles of consciousness that do come out through human civilization and affect us, you know, and how it ties to Kundalini awakening, how we get to as a civilization we go through these twenty five thousand year windows, like um, Sean just said. And as we go through these twenty five thousand year windows on the planet um, there's been evidence in the past of of huge conscious shifts and cycles where things have, um, from a physical perspective, physical things have played out on the planet, for example, like natural disasters and stuff. Um, and as we move through this, human consciousness is dramatically affected and changed. 
and we go through these cycles of forgetting and remembering which has been completely lost you know looking at the work of Carl Kalman who had in the podcast he wrote the book called uh, the nine waves of creation which is fascinating and even if you look at the pyramid in in um in Chichen Itza the pyramid actually has um nine steps leading up to the top of the pyramid and also has a, a snake as well going up the scales to the top of the to the pyramid you know where the snake is a representation of energy Quetzalcoatl means energy it means God means consciousness creator you know it's all in plain sight you know they're trying to tell us that you know we are um, moving life is about us moving through them moving through the shackles within our body um, and activating higher states of consciousness Christ consciousness you know it's everywhere it's in plain sight you know every single culture throughout the world this is what it was all about they were trying to tell you um, of they were trying to tell us of this cycular nature of what this planet really is and it's not a physical it's not a physical evolution it's a metaphysical evolution and we're all working on certain elements in ourselves and moving towards that you know uh, it's fascinating to me but when it comes to Chichen Itza which is blows my mind is that you know I've had the Kundalini awakening where I felt the energy throughout my body I've had the dreams of the snakes and stuff and when it comes to the pyramids in Chichen Itza you know on the summer solstice and also the winter solstice as this the light and the sun hits the stairs it actually turns the stairs into a scaly snake which is mind-blowing to me you know and um, so they were they knew about this you know they were embedded they were embedded within the structures to try and pass this message down you know if we if we for example right you know for example right now on the planet if we um you know if we uh if we sort of lost this technology now, this data that's in this computer, and we just, you know, a natural disaster, for example, a natural disaster came along now and it wiped out all information on the planet, what would we do? You know, like all that information would be lost, all the books would be lost that's on paper. And that's how advanced the ancient minds were. They knew that if they embedded deep messages within stone, it would last the stead of time, you know, and that's what it does. You know, even even structures that we build on the planet now, you know, it only lasts 200, 300, 400 years. Um, but the pyramids and stuff like that around the planet, you know, they've lasted 14,000 years, 15,000 years, maybe longer, you know. Um, that's what they say. They didn't build them. Someone else built them before them, you know. So Misfit said, on shroomies right now as we watch. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. <laughs> Gary said, if you're meditating but you're afraid of people who will make fun of you what do you do sheep cup <laughs> that's what you see you see a sheep cup <laughs> um but uh you know this is a common theme when you start awakening you know you're going to get people who are going to they're going to try and call you crazy or they're going to try and laugh at you but fundamentally when you get to a point in your own journey where you stop caring about people you know um I know that we all have sort of deep programming within us all that for example um I, I like to go to the park a lot and i like to do meditate i like to meditate or do yoga at the park and get my bare feet on the ground and sometimes it's in a public domain you know so there's a lot of people around and you will catch yourself you know thinking in your mind what is other people seeing to you when you're doing carrying out these practices or you'll in general you just see people maybe pointing laughing at you or something like that um but you know what, I feel like what I've started to learn and understand is that sometimes people only do that because they're scared that they have to maybe change the patterns with inside of them or maybe it'll activate something within them. Because I kind of feel like 
um, when we are going out there into the world and we are being more conscientious, for example, and we maybe you go to the maybe even you go some for people going into the park and training can be a, a very challenging thing of people judging you and watching you. And I think this ties all the way back to, to school school uh, to school trauma, in my opinion. Because when I was growing up, there was a big culture around this where people would call you if you did anything different. That was out of the box, so to say. Adults would even do that as well. You know, parents would even do it. Um, but you get to this point where you don't care anymore. Um, but I think it's infectious, you know. As we, we go out there in the world, you know, you listen to this podcast now or watching this podcast, and, um, you know, we go out into the world and... I feel like these practices are infectious. Dolores Cannon talks about this, how we can move through certain places, some of us, through our actions, through our internal systems, and we can activate certain people. And I feel like even just someone watching you doing yoga or something different and living your truth or meditating in public, um, I think in a time that, you know, it activates something in people and, and, and loosens the grip. I had this example once, which was really empowering, was um, in the one of the old jobs I used to work in. <clears throat> I was walking down the street, and there was a guy in the window, and I spotted him in his house, and he was doing um, natural movement, and he was moving around like an animal on the floor and stuff. And um, he seen us in the corner of his eye, and he cut, he ducked down and hid. Um, so I thought in my head, I went, I'm gonna go knock on his door and let him that he does not need to hide. Like he does not need to hide. That's like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I don't know if that made him even more nervous, but I just literally randomly walked up to his house, knocked on his door, and I just went. That was so cool, by the way. I was like, do not hide that again. Like, don't hide that from anyone. Um, and he was, I was like, I was like, do you know Idol Portal? I was like, do you watch Idol Portal and stuff? Have you seen him? Um, do you do natural movement, animal flow and stuff? And he was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watch all them stuff. I listen to this podcast, listen to that podcast. You know, and we started this conversation. But um, I just feel like, you know, if we, if you, if you have children or something or or you have friends or, or that are doing alternative stuff you know don't put them down you know and give them and give them encouragement because we need a lot more people in the world you know living through their truth and doing these things that they want to do because we are we do live in a culture that likes to put put, put, put people down uh, for being different in my opinion um, and we need to celebrate differences in my opinion and you know we need a lot more people meditating as well because there's a lot of idiots in the world that's for sure <laughs> I was one of them, um, and meditating meditation helped me through that. Who through becoming not becoming an idiot or an arsehole anymore. <laughs> a lot less aggressive anyway, <laughs> but that's just the Aries in me. Yeah, Gary said asking people um, because the people around me don't understand. Yeah, definitely. That's that's why I said that for you know because a lot of people don't understand. Uh, they just they just want to they want to judge you. You know, if you're doing something different, it's um, it goes against the sort of the character that they have. Of you in their mind, you know, not the other way around. Uh, Stephen Argyle says women have their monthly cycles according to moon cycles. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, that's definitely one. A lot of people, so a lot of women, actually, um, their um, cycles, monthly cycles within their body, will actually align to the moon. Um, and it's very, what's very interesting to me, what I learned uh, the other day was that, for example, if women are, if there is a group, a large group of women who are interacting with each other on a large basis, for example, in a community or something their monthly cycles of the women will all um, come, will all align together and they will have the same monthly cycles every single month in that community, which I think is very magical and mystical to say the least. Um, you know, but for women, women's cycles as well, that's something that needs to be honoured, you know. Um, a lot of people, I think we live in a society that kind of really sort of, you know, kind of 
in a way um, pushes that feminine aspect away you know kind of like we make women work work jobs or um or do or carry out certain tasks you know when they're in that when they're when they're heavily in that monthly cycle and i feel like for me you know that's for a woman and i, I don't want to speak for all women you know i'm not a woman myself i'm aware of that but i just feel like you know that's a, an important cycle that my opinion needs to be a, a sacred um window that needs to be honored um, and we live in a, a society that promotes us away from that in, more intuitive and more relaxing nature. You know, it's this fast-paced world that neglects these certain cycular aspects within us that needs to be honoured, in my opinion. Um, and when they're out of balance, you know, we know when they're out of balance. It affects so many different levels, uh, psychological health problems and everything. But it's a beautiful cycle that needs to be honoured. I think it's well, I think, I think it's really mad how... Um, you know, like for example, how you know how the the moon and the the stars and the sun affects you know things on a biological uh, biological aspect. You know, it allows cr uh, crops to grow in different cycles. Um, you know, people in the past would actually grow their foods to 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 the moon cycles as well, uh, and animals and insects all react to different moon cycles. The tides react to moon cycles. So you know, we've got asked the question if we can see biological things playing out in our lives how the moon can affect like woman's cycles for example how it can affect animals how it can affect the tides it's got to, we've got to make the assumption that it can affect our metaphysical levels you know it can affect consciousness and then take that out further and further and further to the planets and how planets planetary alignments um, moon cycles solar eclipses the list goes on and on how that can affect human consciousness and what if it's playing out on a grand scale thing of grand scale thing of things you know where it's just constantly moving and morphing around and around and we're going through this this sort of this stage of rebirth and um of dying and rebirth you know like it's very interesting to me how life itself seems to have these deep fundamental principles that are right in front of our face you know these sort of this secret um, secret symmetry and that is constantly dancing and playing out throughout all our lives you know nature has the secret symmetry we have the secret symmetry that's within inside of our body you know we have this um secret dance of things that are being mirrored from in us outside of ourselves you know this whole place seems to me it's like one big metaphysical soup of of this secret symmetry um, and it's all in plain it's all in plain sight and it all leads back to consciousness in my opinion that was me praying by the way <laughs> <laughs> Kai MFC said it would be a better world if everyone listened to Dan once a week <laughs> I love that I really respect that <clears throat> Stephen said during the full moon it's a known fact that police activities increase much as 50% yeah definitely all the werewolves come out don't they I think all the werewolves it's a full well, like I say it's a full moon tonight um, well it will be when it gets dark in the UK um, but that's when all the werewolves come out you know yeah. When the, that's when the Illuminati do all the uh, the rituals. I see you now says, is the moon a portal for recycling the soul? This is an interesting one. Um, I've heard this this put forward a, on a lot of occasions, how many people believe that that's what the moon is. I kind of feel like um, something that I'm really leaning towards a lot in my life, you know, and, and I'll just explain this again. I know people have probably heard us say this a few times. Uh, but I feel like, you know, we've been taught that we live in a physical reality our whole lives. And it's kind of hard to, we're steeped in that program, you know, it's hard to move away from that. Um, and I feel like even from a physical perspective, if that was the case and what we've been told in school is completely right, 
to me it's still a magical place this world's still a, a huge magical place if we are in a spinning ball and it's going through space you know we have all the planets around us but um over the years as i've been doing a lot more deep work and i've have been having my own inner experiences and doing my own intellectual research as well i kind of feel like you know this whole place isn't what we've been told and i feel like it has a lot more of a it's a lot more than just a biological thing that's going on it's more of a metaphysical thing and i feel like um the planets and the stars around us might not be what we've been told you know there might be something different there might be something to do with the relationship of consciousness and um and it's how you know how we i've said this before how we are our own taurus field you know and as we move through the work um reality changes and morphs in relationship to where we're at in our journey because i feel like if you look back in ancient cultures you know they seem that this the model of reality is not what the model of reality we've been told in schools or what science tells us you know i know you're going to get an atheist or something out there who's going to say you know we all we know all the answers black holes are real and stuff like this and blah 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 but um you know and i'm open to that as well but i just feel like my intuition and experience i'm having is screaming and screaming every single day to me and i'm not even going to hold it back and lie anymore it seems like this whole place is a it's a you know it's, it's a metaphysical well like in a metaphysical womb or something you know um like some sort of i don't know what it is but we're in some sort of metaphysical womb that's the best way i can describe it that interplays and has relationships with star signs has relationships with um consciousness and planetary alignments or whatever's up there is going on affects human consciousness it seems to be this i don't even know what it is but it just seems magical to me the deeper that i'm going down the rabbit hole but like like i see you now just to jump back to your question you know uh, could the moon be a portal for recycling you know recycling the soul you know it could it could be you know a lot of people um i've heard conspiracy theorists talk about on in the past how the um how the moon um the how the, when you when you when you leave this physical form that the moon is constantly is 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 a device or something that is is recycling the soul you know i remember this physicist a long time ago said about how you know the moon's not a planet and how the moon will never ever the moon doesn't isn't made up of the same material as planet earth and um it was a famous physicist in the past if you type that on youtube you'll find it out and he said that you know man will never ever step on the moon it's not what you think um and then supposedly they said that we landed on the moon but he was one of the top physicists at the time and he said a scientist at the time sorry and he said you know we never it's not made of it's not it's not made of any material that we can land on it's a plasma um so you know who knows what this place is i kind of feel like um that i i i really i really get it and this is going really deep and out there in the conspiracy hall um but if if this podcast isn't already that who knows but who cares um <clears throat> I feel like a lot of these um lost me trail of thought there but I kind of feel like um that the planets and things like that are are not what we think and I feel like when they say things like oh you know we're going to space and we're going to the moon and going to Mars I've got a, a sneaky feeling that maybe we can't do that you know maybe we can't go to the, to the moon we can't go to Mars um because it's dependent upon consciousness you know um it makes sense to me that if as you move through your own spiritual awareness you get access to different states of being so why wouldn't that be the case in the physical sense you know um maybe they're lying about going to the moon or maybe they're lying about going to mars you know and um, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that they are doing that but i feel like this is you know from a physical level you're going to get people saying why they're doing that is because the earth's flat because 
there's things up there, there's UFOs, they're not telling us about this. But I feel like this, there's something even deeper behind the curtain. And this whole place is, is, a, is a metaphysical soup, as I've said before. And it has something to do with a metaphysical principle, you know, that we, we, we probably can't fathom with our physical minds. Um, I think that we have to get into the more, the, use our spiritual, we have to be in a mind of our spiritual intuition, intuitive mind to really start to see that, um, in my opinion anyway, if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, someone said, I was a psychoactive nurse and on a full moon we experienced many patients going crazy and police bringing people who were acting mad in the streets. Yeah, I've heard I've heard many different stories, stories of that. It, like I said before, there's so many different... Uh, principles of that the jollyman said peace and plain brothers and sisters apparently we're supposed to be here in the north koreans now <laughs> you know that's a very interesting comment because you know we're always supposed to be hating someone i think that's half of the battle in this place you know they want us hating someone they don't care who we hate they just want us hating someone it's kind of interesting um if you guys if you're all out there right and you do this experiment in your life where if you turn on the news, you know, I know it's mind-numbing and it, it hurts me at times, you know, it kind of feels like some sort of like a foghorn in the, in the inside of the self. When you put it on, it like screeches so hard that you can't even watch it. It feels like a different consciousness, you know, like a different planet, which it is really. It's a different frequency that's being pumped out. It's very much like the film They Live, you know, where you put on the glasses and you can see that they're all reptilians, <laughs> um, soulless human beings. But if you do an experiment and... Um, you see what, for example, see what the media is, is pumping out, you know, in terms of, for example, um, they're talking about George Floyd or something like that, or they're talking about whatever they're talking about, Black Lives Matter or something. You know, whatever they're talking about, just watch people and watch the public, watch the consciousness and how the consciousness gravitates towards that thing and tries to be virtuous about it. Because I kind of feel like there's this whole dance playing out at the moment where, you know, we all want to be good human, we're all trying to be human beings, we don't want to hurt one another. You know, we all know that everyone across many different parts of the world, you know, there's there's people in this now from all parts of the world, uh, different skin colours, uh, different nationalities, everything, you know, we're all coming together and we fundamentally we all have the same, uh, we all, we're all um, working on different elements within inside of ourselves, we're all healing, we're all the same fundamentally, you know. But then the news and the media, you will see, that it will sway people's consciousnesses to go towards certain things in your life. So be always be aware of that. Watch the me media and the news and, and, and see where they're trying to sway your attention or consciousness into. They do that very much on a regular basis. Because like I said right now, it's, it's all about George Floyd. You know, they've got sports teams and athletes like going on one knee and stuff, taking the knee. Um, you know, why do we need someone else to tell us that? You know, why can we not just live throughout all actions, live live our own expression of consciousness and be a good human being. But it seems like there's always an agenda, there's always a reason why they're trying to do that. They're trying to nudge your consciousness to, to watch, to look at look at something. And ask yourself the question, when they're doing that, what you, what are that, what's over here, you know? As the famous quote by Bruce Lee says, you know, he says, he says, look at all this heavenly glory. He says, don't concentrate on the finger or you'll miss all this heavenly glory. Um, so they're trying to make you concentr concentrate and um, look at the finger why all this is going on over here, you know. Uh, there's this amazing meme of the media, for example, where the, the media shows like a guy getting, like it looks like a guy's getting axed. But really, actually, the bigger picture, it's nothing to do with that. A guy just has a pointy, point, pointy thing on his shoe and he's got his foot in the air and it looks like he's trying to kill someone. But really, they just show you this, this sort of this very linear perspective 
um, and they, they want it. They're only trying to show you what they want, what you wanted, want you, what they want you to see, and they're trying to distract you from other stuff. Uh, so pay attention to that. It's very interesting. <clears throat> Earthworth said, "Our thoughts and our actions create our reality, and we should not give weird to others. Think if we're if we're not hurting anyone by your weird self." Yeah, for definitely. I think you know that's a big thing in the universe, like how our thoughts and our actions create our reality. I've said this before on another podcast I did, but <clears throat> I had this big excited experience where I'm really starting to understand that we are our own Taurus field. And in the biblical sense, when they talk about, you know, moving towards the Garden of Eden, how we can create this beautiful planet, I feel like, you know, as we move for our own work and I'll move for our own Taurus field, uh, reality will morph around us in an interesting way. Because fundamentally... The only reality that exists right now is the one that's in front of you. You know, um, I know we have contextual understanding around things that's going on over here and stuff, but really, only thing that's going on right now in reality is the one that's in front of you. Um, so if we can affect that one, if we can affect our own reality tunnel that's right in front of us, uh, I think we can really um, start to see that, how, how we create our own reality. I think you can play experiments with that in your own life, you know, as you start experiment with certain ways of being certain frequencies um, moving trying to move certain people out of your life who maybe don't serve you adding people in your life who serve you more doing more practices um, you know not being swept away by negativity you can start to see how reality in front of you starts to morph in a completely different way and people will turn up synchronicities will turn up you'll start having dreams money money might even turn up you know randomly um, or whatever whatever it may be I'm just going to say as well, while I'm while I'm scrolling for another comment, I just want to plug it again that um, I'm going to be doing a free hangout at the Lake District in the UK. If you're from the UK, uh, in the lakes, um, I spoke about it at the beginning of the of this part of this live, but I I'd, I really just think it'd be cool if we can all get together and hang out. It's a free hangout for everyone on the 20th of June, and we're all going to get together and we're going to hang out and have some deep conversations around the campfire. Raw Rusty says. Um, if the mark of the beast comes true, does that validate the Bible? Yeah, it's interesting, you know, the mark of the beast. It's it's very symbolic in terms of what's going on right now on the planet. I'm not going to say the word, you know, but I think you all know. I'll use the word V, you know. Um, but it's very interesting how the, the biblical sense of things talks about how the, when the mark of the beast will come, you know. Um, it's very interesting what's playing out now, right now, you know. It's, it's very symbolic that that's what could be playing out, you know. Where, where, um, just maybe it's metaphorically speaking but there's a lot of deepness to that if you can read between what I'm saying um, Gary said how do I start healing trauma uh, so this is an interesting one a lot of people not ask the question about shadow work as well how do I start doing shadow work um, I think the first and most first thing you can start doing if you want to out there and you want to start healing trauma there's many different ways to this by the way um, you're going to find there's different practices and different ways and states of being and things to recognize to start healing trauma. But one of the be best things you can do is, is self-love. Do practices around, um, do some practices where you give yourself self-love um, or any rituals and things like that around it. Also, emotions are also is a big one when it comes to trauma. Start recognizing your emotions. I feel like the, the emotions are the, are the key to this whole place, you know. Um, I feel like um, I heard this guy talking a long time ago um, who believed he was the reincarnation of Jesus, um, and it wasn't wasn't about him being the reincarnation of Jesus that interested us. It was the lessons and what he was speaking about, 
and he was speaking about how emotions are the key to this place and how as you move through your emotions in your body you will start moving through the spheres of consciousness and start remembering the lessons and as you remember the lessons and clear out your emotions you will um, start ascending more you know um, and I feel like this, what, this is what this whole place is you know some of the greatest teachers and masters on the planet are the ones who've just learned the lessons the fastest you know I feel like we have to move through our emotional baggage as fast as we can uh, to avoid that cycle of reincarnation which masters of the past talked about and ascend our consciousness you know and we're all that's what we're all doing here you know we're all working on our emotional response and when you are healing trauma and stuff like that one good thing you can do is start recognizing certain triggers you know there's this famous quote that says whatever triggers you you need to heal um you know i'll say that again whatever triggers you you need to heal um, and I feel like that's very fundamental to the spiritual journey. We're all being activated throughout all our lives. People we're coming in contact with who are, um, who are triggering us. Um, things are manifesting through our subconscious in front of us, just like they do in the dream realm. And we have to, um, we don't have to, but um, it's the, I feel like it's the purpose of this place. We have to remove them and, and heal them out. So that's a good one. You know, recognizing your own life when people are around you, maybe you have family members or friends or partners, see in them interactions what triggers you and i think that's a good way to heal trauma but there's many things to do you know uh Ro rusty says how do you feel about sunbathing being naked in the sun and how do chemtrails block the healing light of the sun well i'll answer the first one well i love being naked um laura has to keep telling me to put my clothes on all the time <laughs> i love just walking around the house naked all the time <laughs> just swinging it about <laughs> um but I love sun gaze and there's so much um, scientific evidence suggesting how um, it's, a, it's vital to actually get sun on the certain parts of our body that actually don't get the sun. And I'll tell you a really funny story, by the way. So when I started, uh, like really sort of, you know, when you start going down the rabbit hole, when you start listening, to, I know, you, for example, you, you guys out there all probably listen to other podcasts. You probably watch other videos just like I do, you know, and um when you start, when you learn a new piece of information, you know, you want to sort of, you want to, you want to adopt it straight away in your life, you know, that's how I do anyway, I'll learn a piece, new piece of information and I want to sort of adopt it in my life and I had this experience when it comes to sun gazing where um, I was listening to this podcast where this expert was talking about the benefits of sun on the body and how we never expose certain parts of our body because in society there's a lot of stipulations and stigmas around certain body parts being exposed um there's a funny quote that says hunter gatherers kept it simple you know uh just the just the cock and balls <laughs> everything else was left out so they got sun everywhere so this guy was talking about how we need to get exposure on our genitalia on our bum and our biggest part of our body because that's where the most sort of the most exposure can be absorbed into the body and it's the most healthiest so anyway i went for a hike one day on the woods you know the, the past living civilization, civilization the, the last living place I was living at, you know, it wasn't a place where I could, I could get out, get naked, you know, because the neighbours would be, the neighbours would be out in the windows looking, you know, they'd probably have a heart attack. I think poor Mary next door, who I used to live next to, would probably have a heart attack, you know, she was getting on anyway. Um, if I took my top off in the garden, she was already getting, having a heart attack. Um, and the other house that I used to live in, the gay couple that used to live next door used to, um, used to be uh, drooling <laughs> if I cut my clothes off. <laughs> um, but all jokes aside, um, well, maybe not all jokes aside, but um, <laughs> I had this example where I went off 
I went off into the woods for a hike and it was a lovely summer's day and I wanted to adopt this method of taking off my clothes in the sun <laughs> and I found this forest where no one was and uh, I just completely stripped down naked and I was just sort of sunbathing with everything hanging out <laughs> and um, no one around and um, I just remember all I heard in the corner of my eye was this uh, this uh, sort of this tractor go in the corner of my eye and I actually realised I wasn't on um, I wasn't in a, a, a sort of a a public forest or anything i was actually in a pr on private land and a guy on his farm was starting up his tractor and there's me and he on his land in the trees uh <laughs> fully naked uh getting some vitamin uh, getting some vitamin sun <laughs> and uh i'll tell you what i was over that fence in a second but i'll tell you what i remember um i remember i panicked so much that um when i put my clothes on that i ended up ripping my pants <laughs> on a bit of barbed wire <laughs> panicking so yeah i do like going naked but it's a uh, it's fucking hard in this place <laughs> you get arrested for 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 having certain parts of your body out <laughs> so if you ever see us in the cell you know why <laughs> so i'm just trying to review a few questions here there's a lot kieran kieran uh, says i shower naked as it happens yeah, there's something so freeing about um while well, i'm trying to find a question I'll, I'll try and multitask here but um there's something so freeing you know about you know having your having your body exposed to the elements i remember this example once where um, i went to the lake district where the hangout's going to be and i went for on a hike and it was a really hot day and there was no one around and i stripped down completely naked and i ended up just jumping in the water completely naked and there's something so freeing such a freeing feeling if you've ever done it before where you actually go in the water naked and you expose all your genitalia you know to the to the natural elements there's something really interesting about it you know it felt very it's really hard to explain it but you know you just you just you just when you do it you you, you know you know exactly what i mean uh, it's very similar to i feel like bare feet barefoot and it go bare go and bare, walk and barefoot as well there's a lot of stigmas around barefoot it's quite interesting you know how there's a lot of stigmas around all these practices in life of some of the best things that are, are the best for us you know getting the sun on our skin getting the sun on our balls you know and our genitalia and um walking barefoot on the ground you know but it's kind of like we've created this culture around it where it's very stigmatized to do these things but actually the some of the most fundamental things for spirituality and, and uh our health and these things are you know they're sort of like the sort of la people laugh at them you know <laughs> someone said dom oliver said sort out <laughs> your hoodie string please mate my ocd is going crazy here man take some mushrooms like uh, soul misfit said <laughs> that'll help with your ocd raw rusty said isn't it strange that now vaxxers don't have to wear masks now so now the anti-maxxers who never wanted to wear masks in the first place are the ones being forced to keep wearing a mask well it's 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 wild you're saying that you know because in the, even in the uk now the people who have had the v you know they're still wearing the masks um which is hilarious to think about that as well um but you know i, I don't know you, you know you know my thoughts on that guys it's uh we're living in an upside down world to say the least um it's really interesting like i, I keep saying it you know it's like if this was a movie what is currently going on right now you know it would be hilarious um it's just like i feel like everything that's come at the surface right now and i think that i know i started this podcast speaking about how we're in the full moon and the lunar cycle and stuff um and 
I didn't add in as well in the beginning I want to mention as well, the Mayans believed that it was the, they called it the sixth cycle of the sun. Um, that this, that's a cycle we're entering. Um, but you know, like I said before, all these metaphysical changes that's going on in terms of like the stars aligning and um, lunar eclipses and the full moon and stuff like that and how it affects human consciousness. It's evident to say to me that something is going on right now, you know, and all this madness and craziness that's going on to me is a physical symptom of these vast changes that's coming you know it seems like if if we were about to burst through the birth canal right in in the craziness like we are we're basically we're in that waiting room now you know to burst birth through that that birthing cycle you know everything that's going on right now you know everyone's wearing masks people's got gloves on we're all scared to touch one another we're scared of life you know we're scared of the human experience there's so much craziness going on you know it's like new laws and legislations are being challenged and put in front of our face from every single level on the minute level things are being trying to push forward it's like a huge attack on the human spirit right now and even with that said all of us still here you know still still on here now are not buying it you know and um, so there's something beautiful to be said about that that there is a huge collective whirlwind of people even though we're in the midst of this huge pressures and changes uh, social pressures everything that comes with it and people are still standing there, you know. Uh, it's like what I said before, you know, the work prepares you for anything and everything, you know. Um, and I kind of feel like if the work has to prepare us for anything right now, it prepares us for what we're in now and what's coming, you know. Because if you know who you truly are and you've done deep enough work, you know, and you, you stand by your intuition, you stand by your heart, what it's guiding you into, you know, no one can um, no one can tell you any, any difference, you know, or make you attail your consciousness to something that you don't quite feel in your heart um so that's what i want that's what i want to say on that one anyway uh kai says mass consciousness being swayed day to day is so clear to see yeah definitely every single avenue you know that's why most people carry out the actions within their lives right now you know it's very interesting i was thinking about this example the other day about how you know a lot of actions that are being carried out right now on the planet are very similar to what happened supposedly in nazi germany you know um, and lots of people in the past said they would never go along with that narrative, you know, and buy them stories. But people people are, you know, so it kind of shows how deceptible human beings are to programming. And the programming goes so deep, you know, this is what it's like. I feel like right now where we're at on the planet, I feel like this is what we've been training for our whole lives, you know. Um, what, we've, what we've been individually training for and also what the what the sort of the, the agenda has been trying to train us for as well. It's been trying to train us for this moment where you're being subdued Um they want you just to, to roll over dead, you know, but what they didn't expect is that a lot of people, as they've been training people, we've also been training people, you know, and we've been training ourselves. And, um, you know, there's a lot of tough Marines out there in terms of doing the work. And there's a lot more of us than have been, we've been led to believe. And, um, you know, more and more people now um, are awakening and there's a huge awakening happening from every single level. I'm recognizing this now. I was just reading, for example, you know, when you go on YouTube and you see, like, for example, now on YouTube, they'll give you like a feed of like of certain news channels. I don't know if they do this in your country, but they do it in the UK where I'm at. And in your YouTube feed, you'll get like sort of a, a like a daily update of like what's going on in the world now or a new policy or a new gender or some type of fear that you've got to watch out for. And I've been doing this thing where I'll I'll, I'll, um, I'll go and look at the post only for the comments so i'll go die i'll not even watch the video i'll just go directly the comments just for a, um, for a laugh in the morning 
And if you go through the comments, for example, in the UK, there's a place called Sky News. Um, I don't know if you have that in your country as well. And if you go into the comments, the comments are brilliant, by the way. They're so brilliant. Uh, and you just really get a glimpse of how many people are actually waking up. And it really restores your faith in humanity. Because, you know, sometimes when you were on this spiritual journey and you're living out your life right now, sometimes you might be in a position where you're not interacting with certain people or you may be not coming across people who are awakened, you know, because there's still a lot of people who are sort of, you know, sleepwalking through life. Um, but it's so good to just go in the comments and realise, you know, there's a lot more of us out there who are, um, who are, who are not buying the Kool-Aid, so to say, you know. Uh, Stephen Argyle says, all the UFOs recently on MSN being released by the governments are not any type of UFO at all. Um, yeah, well, it's very, there's loads of ways to take that, you know, but it's, it is very interesting how, what, what, why are they, like I said before when I was speaking about when the media tries to show you something, you know, what are they doing with that? Why are they, why have they chose this moment in time right now to release UFO footage and releasing all this sort of, like Obama was talking about the other day on a video, um, the Pentagon released UFO footage of military pilots talking about how unidentified flying crafts were going around them and stuff. Like, why, ask yourself the question, why are they telling you now about this, you know? So have your mind open to that. Why are they telling you about it? Because they don't tell you about something just for, for shits and giggles, as we say in the UK. You know, they're telling you about it for a reason. They want to try and, they, have an, they always have an agenda if they tell you something about it, what's going on. So what are they trying to do? What are they trying to prepare for, you know? Um, this is really out there, um, but I remember Dr. Stephen Greer, and many other minds on the UFO argument talked years ago about how one of the things that was going to play out, you know, in, in not, instead of a, a pandemic that was going to play out as a conspiracy, they were going to sort of stage a, a fake alien invasion or something, you know, to try and make us all come together for one enemy, you know, one global enemy. We'll all fight that one global enemy, just like they do now, they've done for years on this planet, you know. Um, so who who knows, you know, maybe the whole, uh, probably that's not the case, you know, they might get a lot of karma for that, they might not want to do that, uh, but who knows, just always ask yourself the question, why are they trying to show you stuff right now, because they don't do it for, they don't do it for a coincidence. I see you now says, when I look back on my life and have how dumbed down my mind was, I, I, I feel very angry, but now I feel so sad for the mass majority who can't see the real unreality and the lies of deceit pumped out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think we, you know, we all, like, that's the, that's the interesting thing, you know, because I'm also conscientious that when I speak about these topics, you know, it's, it, the way I sort of use language, because language is very sticky, I kind of feel like sometimes that I feel that like I could be sing singling out, you know, like, for example, like, we're awake and they're not awake, you know, but we're all, we're all, we were all asleep at one point in our journey, we're all just remembering, um, I think, like, you know, half of the time, um, I feel like majority of time is, the reason why I keep speaking about stuff I do is because I'm fighting for people who aren't even awake yet, you know. I'm fighting for family members in my family who I love and care about, who I can see doing certain things or carrying out certain actions or um, doing certain things that I know that fundamentally my intuition and my heart screaming to me, saying that's not right, you know, it's not right. But they just keep doing it and it's, it's sad to me. That's sad to me, you know. Um, that really burns me up inside that. Because I want to help people, you know, and how do you, as you guys know, when you start waking up, how do you even, exp like, I struggle to do this with family members, you know, how can I even get across a piece of information without even just hitting a brick wall? Um, and I'm not saying that in a way that I know everything and they don't know everything, you know, we all have 
introspection and lessons to learn from everyone but I think you can all understand what I mean to that you know how do we like really sort of when we see something we can feel it in our heart and we're not operating from these base root fears which a lot of people are in my opinion we're operating from a place of intuition you know because I kind of feel like when you start waking up you all know out there that there's a, there's different types of sight you know there's a sight of the intellect where you're embedded within the intellectual side of yourself but then there's the side of the feeling you know and where you're beyond the root fears um, you know you operate on another level and you start dream your dreams start talking to you, you know um, you start having big experiences that change your life and guide you you start having moments of synchronicities uh, deja vus whatever it may be you know but the universe starts communicating you on another level and i feel like you know a lot of us do have that ability to do that and we can see what's coming ahead of time you know we can where we've awakened certain parts of inside of ourselves, we activate a DNA within us, and we can see the bigger picture, you know, and I'm not saying that in a way that we know it all, because the levels go on and on and on, you know, there's so much shit that I don't know, and I get humbled every single day, but I'm just trying to explain this dance between how do we do this, it's a challenging thing, because I feel like, you know, for example, a lot of us in the comments right now, there might be people who disagree with us, and that's absolutely fine, uh, but there's a lot of people out there who, if, for example, if this stream or this podcast was put into the mainstream, the you know the comments and the reactions would probably be completely different. I mean, to me, this sort of seems like a like there's so many cool, beautiful people out there who are all in alignment. I can feel it from the comments that you're writing. You know, we're all operating on the same level. Uh, but if this was to be put in the mainstream, how would they react? You know, and that's very similar to when you, you know, because we can all be together now in a room, and we would all probably jam, and the the flow would be so cool. Um, we might disagree on some things, but the fundamentals would be the very similar. But if you were to put this conversation in another room, for example, for example, in our lives, as we move out into the world and we have to go into our normal day jobs, or we have to interact with certain people or family members or whatever it may be, or we go to the supermarket and we, we bump into someone, how does that interaction play out? You know, it's a whole different story. And I feel like this is the bridge in the world that we have to, tr this is the bridge and the gap that we have to try and get closer to the clever and maybe naturally that's that's gonna unfold naturally anyway you know maybe that's gonna sort of unfold naturally in a way that where we all sort of um it plays out in that way where it's just gonna be a natural process where that just happens you know hopefully and um, but i can definitely see it kieran said we had to be ready for this our whole lives the final is how many of the population care for truth that is the real question dan yeah definitely you know I've, I've, well it's, it's it's definitely you're 100% you know we're all um i think this is what the whole nature of this place is you know we're all finding our way to that deeper truth um and it's it's an unstoppable force because eventually we're all no matter how, how much this truth gets discarded from us and um, how much we've been deflected from that truth it's humans birthright to evolve and ascend our consciousness you know and find out who we truly are it, re it really is <laughs> that's a funny one i see you now says does dan wear a mask when he's naked in the field and if so where <laughs> there's no mask wearing on me boy <laughs> there's no mask wearing at all <laughs> not even down there and <laughs> uh, neil star said said a fake alien vision is very possible to put fear into people yeah you've got to always you've always got to try and try and put in perspective you know what are they trying to do to try and sway your consciousness why it's we, we it's evident to see that mass events do play out in a way to try and sway your consciousness you know like for example things just for what's happened with the pandemic now it's going on in the world so many new rules and legislations are trying to be swayed and put forward i was reading um 
the other day because at the minute I've spoken about this before when I'm, I'm doing a van build and I was you know I'm trying to get advice from forums and stuff of how to uh, build the van and stuff and certain plumbing things that I'm trying to work on and things I'm trying to understand and there's it, I, I read there was a, a new legislation that was being put forward to try and actually stop um, people um, being able to park up their van and just you know pull up on the pull up where they want and travel um, and they were they were putting in new laws to be able to take that away from people so they couldn't do it and there was a whole campaign going on in the UK about this and I think it was really targeted towards the gypsies and um, I don't know if you've got gypsies in your countries but gypsies are basically people who travel uh, travel around and live in their camper vans and they've done it for thousands and thousands of years uh, some of my family members in the past were, were Italian gypsies um, you know so there's a whole it seems like there's a war on every single front at the minute trying to take away consciousness and freedom and liberty from every single angle there was also another new law that was trying to be passed where they weren't even allowing people in the uk to have own fires inside the houses to burn their own wood and i know there's a lot of stipulations people talking about burning woods and how that's bad for the carbon's bad for the atmosphere and stuff like that but you know but on a mass on a mass production level i think we all know who's causing the real pollution and it's not someone just having one fire in the house you know and um, burning a few pieces of wood um you know, there's more multiple arguments to this. You know, they want people attached to the electrical grid so that you can't be a free human. But also, as well, we um, big corporations are um, as as the sort of stopping sort of on the ground on the ground um, local localized legislation to stop people have liberty and freedoms. The big corporations are marching forward, you know, and doing whatever they want. So it's kind of we we all know who the who the real corruption where the real corruption is, you know, and what really needs to change. Kieran said, we can only express our humanity to the fullest if we have truth which equals the human violation. There is more chains around the neck from not, man, from not man-made stories and fear but denial of truth. Yeah, well, I think, I think it's also interesting as well when it comes to, you know, being a truther and, um, you know, expanding your consciousness and stuff. We can all see that all these different things in our lives that have been placed around us, in a way, you know, to try and deflect us from fully living that true alignment of truth, you know, because if, for example, right now in the world, you know, um, I've experienced this as when I was trying to move forward in a life where I was expanding my consciousness, I was working in an old job and I was getting pressured from that old job for certain beliefs that I had about what was going on with the pandemic. I was being challenged from many different angles. So because I was dependent upon that job at that time, even though I still fully st st stayed true to stayed true to myself and stayed true to my actions, um, I could see how that would have been a lot harder for other people. But there's a huge war on that on that level. You know, if if you are if you've got so much invested in something or you're reliant upon something and you can't fully be your authentic self, they kind of use that in a way so that you, you know they can try and ban you from something or they can if your money's reliant on a certain platform, they'll take your podcast down, they'll take your YouTube down if you're speaking about truth. So I kind of feel like there's all these different powers that we give away in our lives from every single angle. That um, and I feel like right now on the planet, you know, from every single level that you look at, from local legislation, like I said before, on on, on uh, you having your own uh, having your own fires, uh, growing your own food, living on your own land, uh, even cryptocurrency, for example, um, how that's trying to be monitored and controlled at the minute. The banks are scurrying around trying to control people on cryptocurrency, but it seems like right now the whole board is up 
for truth. It's like right at the surface from every single level. It has multiple tentacles. And at the minute, all these tentacles are poking through, prodding through. And the government and the controllers of the planet are running out of time. And they're trying to grab as many tentacles as they can and pull them down. But so many tentacles now are just popping up. Like that game, have you ever, have any, any of you seen that game at the, at the theme park where you like hit the, the, the things keep popping up and moving down and you keep hitting them? Like a yellow thing, like a yellow lemon or something keeps coming up and you keep hitting them? It's kind of like that now, like the government, they're trying, they've got so many different hands coming out, just like bump, 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 and all the, all the truth's just going and they're trying to sort of pull people's pants down and hold them back. Quite literally, hold people's, pull people's pants down. <laughs> But anyway, that's all I'm going to say, guys. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, don't let the government pull your pants down. You be you pull your own pants down if you want to get in nature. Get in the heart of nature and get that sun on your naked body, uh, and get that. Um, but don't go any don't go in any farmers' fields. That's uh, not a, that's not a good move. <laughs> um, I just wanted to mention, guys, as well before I jump off the off the live podcast. I'll mention it again. This is the third time I'll mention it, but I really want as many people to come as they can. I'm going to be doing a live. Um, sorry, not live. I'm going to be doing. It's going to be live because it's going to be in person. It's going to be liveer than live. Um, but I'm going to be doing. We're going to be doing a free hangout where anyone can just turn up. Um, we're going to be just chilling around the campfire, going for a hike in the morning. We're going to be meeting up at 11 a.m. in the Lake District. And um, if you want any more details about that, uh, just give us a message on my Instagram or send us a private email, and I'll pin you the location where we're going to be meeting in the morning on 11 a.m. on the 20th of June in the Lake District. So I hope to see you there anyway. If not, I'll catch you in the next live. I'll be doing it in another day's time. I really love these live conversations, you know, it really feels like we're already having a hangout. Um, so it's really cool that you all turn up. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, you, I know that I obviously add value to you, but you also add value to me, you know. Um, you keep me sane as well, you know. You really do, you keep me sane. So I love you all, wherever you are in the world. Big love, I love you all. Peace out. We ran so fast up the mountain as the sun fell low We climbed so high, chased the lights in from the sunset glow Cause time won't wait for us It fades away so fast And soon these days will pass these moments last We stood and looked out as the colors in the sky ran wild In that moment I felt like I was seeing through the eyes of a child Cause time won't wait for us, it fades away so fast, and soon these days will pass. So may these moments last. Seek to reach the heights of the alpine, seize the golden light when the sun shines. 
Realize time is a precious gift So make these moments last Yeah. 